I pray for an encounter in church this morning and I came expectantly. And God is moving amongst his people. The events after this service will prove that God did something this morning. If I were you, I would say I receive mine in Jesus' name. Say I receive mine, I hold fast to it. So it is in Jesus' name. Once again, celebrate the Lord. And help me bless Grace Corral to my left and to my right, wonderful people of God. Hallelujah. As you take your seat, tell yourself, I am blessed. God is settling me this morning. Hallelujah. This is a powerful hymnal and pure worship service. And I feel very sad for people who didn't make it. Because that's how God works. When you least expect him, he shows up. I pray that as we leave church, the manifestation of what happened will become obvious in our lives. Some people, a miracle is already sitting for you at home. I don't know, somebody is going to get an appointment to, into a winning team. I didn't say an invitation, an appointment. <laughs> ah, God of wonders. Hallelujah. This morning, I bring you the word of the Lord. But let me backtrack to Wednesday. It was our worship Wednesday. And I, I realized that when we swing into worship, great things begin to happen. Grace Assembly, let's stay in worship. Let's stay in worship. On Wednesday, I read the scripture, Psalm 102, verse 13, the Passion Translation. And um, multimedia, yes, you have it. And that scripture goes like this. And this is the time. Why don't you rise to your feet? Because we're going to pray. Why don't you rise? And this is the time that you should not allow any distraction. That scripture says, I know, God, you're about to rise and show your tender love to Zion. Now is the time, Lord, for your compassion and mercy to be poured out upon us. The appointed time has come after we have suffered a long while. The appointed time has come for your prophetic promises to be fulfilled. I'm waiting for the right kind of amen. The amen that shows me that you remember that the, the Lord said in 2022 that after you have suffered, that God himself will come and settle you. And I'm saying to you, the appointed time has come for God's prophetic promises to be fulfilled. Amen and amen. And on the wings of this scripture this morning, I want to read Ephesians 5 verses 15 to 17 to you. 
and in my Bible, it is subtitled, Walk in Wisdom. In my Bible, there's a subtitle in capital, says, Walk in Wisdom. At the time that your prophetic word is about to be fulfilled, God has an instruction for you, child of God, that when God is about to settle you, you have a responsibility to do what? To walk in wisdom. Verses 15 to 17 says, See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. God says it's the time for me to settle you. You have suffered in that situation for too long. But whilst I want to do that, you ought to understand that it's time for you to walk in wisdom. The scripture says, see then. Grammatically, that is very instructive. See then means that if you understand that I'm poised to settle you, see then come to the understanding have the insight and the foresight not to walk as fools anymore walk circumspectly means walk with insight have some foresight foresight tells me that when God wants to bless somebody devil shows up to distract you to confuse you and to make it difficult for God to bless you and foolishly, we now subscribe to the script of the enemy that short-circuits what God wants to do. So at the end of the year, it's as if God didn't make a promise. But that will not be our portion. In the name of the Lord Jesus. See then. Help me point your neighbor that you walk circumspectly. Circumspectly means that know that there are booby traps all over the place. Know that the enemy is at work in the season that God wants to bless you. Walk circumspectly. God told Abraham, I'm going to give you a son. And through that son, you'll be a father of many nations. If you were to walk circumspectly, when the idea of the house girl came, he would have said, not now. Not when it is appointed time for God to bless me. Many of us are already tripping up. We're, we're making terrible mistakes. Listen to me. God said, walk circumspectly. Help me point your neighbor. Not as fools, but as wise. Redeeming the times because the days, the days, the days are evil. Therefore, my brother, my sister, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Father, we want to pray this morning that haven't told us what you are set to do haven't arranged the stars to favor us. The appointed time to favor Zion has come. We have suffered long in different areas of our lives. We have managed a lot of things that do not fit us. And at the time, at the appointed time that you want to settle us once and for all, Father, deliver us from foolishness. Awaken our understanding to walk circumspectly. As I deliver the word today that I waited on you for. Because I'm not here to speak to, 
to to show myself or to or to excite anybody i'm i'm here that the will of god be done father open the hearts of our people help us to embrace the illumination from the word of god gain insight obtain foresight that we may truly be settled on all side once and for all 2022 so shall it be in jesus mighty name i like that amen i like that amen i like that amen i like that amen it is settled in jesus name now you may be seated I want multimillionaire to bring up my slide. I bring you the word of the Lord this morning that I entitle Walk Wisely, especially when you have prophetic promises. Can you help me speak to one person somewhere around you and tell the person, Walk Wisely, especially when you have prophetic promises the scripture is up there on the screen and the scripture says exercise foresight here it comes again exercise foresight and be on the watch to look out to look after one another to see that no one falls back from and fails to secure God's grace and blessings. Foresight. It shows up again. Exercise foresight, which means be anticipatory. It's not as simple as you think that God is going to bless you and it's just going to happen. There is the other side that you need to be conscious of. Exercise foresight. I broke a quotation that says that one of the most hazardous things anybody can do is take a decision without foresight. Exercise foresight and be on the watch to look after one another. This is not the time to be mean to anybody. We're supposed to make it together. To see that no one falls back from and so fails to secure God's grace and blessings. The word for the year says, and God will secure you. He says, don't let anybody fail to secure. The word secure means that it is. it could be dicey. It means that to, to, for God to give you this thing, then you have to receive it in a secure way or something will knock it off your hand. To secure God's grace and blessings. That's why the Lord says walk wisely. This is not the time to walk foolishly. This is a time to walk circumspectly. See, every time God wants to do something. Unfortunately, we forget that the devil writes a script. He can't stop God from wanting to bless us. He can write a script to make us subvert the intention of God for our lives. To short circuit what God had already prepared. It's like seeing the promised land and never entering it. I'm going to read to you Hebrews 10 and verse 36. 
I read from the Living Bible. What we ought to do to walk circumspectly is to walk according to Hebrews 10, 36, the Living Bible. What does it say? It says you need to keep on patiently doing God's will, capital if, if you want him to do for you all that he has promised. Let's leave it there for a minute. Let it sink. It's not enough to just receive the word. It's just not enough to dance about. It's not enough to say amen. This is the word of God. You need to walk circumspectly. It says you need to keep on doing God's will. This is not the time to say I want to do my own thing. I want to do it my own way. Nobody should tell me what to do. No, 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 no. By doing that, you're going to miss God. It didn't say you may. You need to. Listen. The Lord wants to catch your attention. Because he wants to set you. You need to keep on. Tell somebody keep on keeping on. You need to keep on. This is not the time. A lot of people have found a reason to say, I won't come to church. I won't be in that department anymore. I'm fighting with somebody. You know, I just look and I laugh. I said, you have, you have started living according to the plan of the Satan for your life. He has won the battle. No one has... Haven't you seen the amount of irritation going on? Come on now, can we talk? Haven't you seen the way people behave lately? Enough reason for your love to wax cold. But he that endures to the end shall be blessed. Let me talk to the pastor. Let me talk from the pastor. You need to keep on doing God's will. Can I talk to the ladies? You need to keep on doing God's will. Can I talk to the men? You need to keep on doing God's will. It's not enough that you did it before. This is when it really matters. When God wants to bless and they call the role, may you not be missing in Jesus' name. There's no merit to what you did yesterday. In this season, it is where God meets you. In the day of blessing, may we not be in the wrong place. That's a big prayer in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You need to keep on the word keep on means that there will be reasons, tiredness, anger, quarrel, whatever it is. So, you used to be an usher, you are not an usher anymore. See, whatever reason Satan will, knows that we work for you, he will do it. If it is heartbreak, he will make sure you suffer heartbreak. If it is pocket broke, pocket break, your pocket will break. The reason is not the money. It's for you not to be present when God is settling people. If it is offense, oh, somebody close to you is the one the, one the devil will use to offend you. Job, God wanted to double his blessings. This blessing he had before was terrorizing them. God wanted to double it. He was looking for an occasion. And then his friends came and started irritating him. They were saying things that would make anybody fight with his friends. As the Lord lives, in Job 20, uh, 42, verse 10, Bible says when Job did the opposite of what his friends were trying to make him do through the agency of Satan, when he prayed for his friends, 
God doubled his blessings. Don't trust your friends these days. They can act foolishly. Don't meditate on what your children are doing this season. It is a setup. And Satan is the master of setups. Look, look, look at Moses. Moses led them through the Red Sea. Let them through the serpents by there. Let them through the, the desert. Let them through the, the places where there was no water. And at one point in time, Satan set him up and made them annoy him so much that he struck the rock instead of speaking to the rock. He never entered the promised land. That was not the original plan. No, no, no. The original plan was Moses was supposed to go and read your Bible to lead them into the promised land. May we not start hey Olua and not hey, may it not be our portion that we started well but we never never got in that will not be our portion in Jesus name Moses saw the promised land and God said, told him you will not enter because you let the script of Satan work in your life that was a man of God how much more you that you are not even a man of God if, if Moses that God loved so much because of a setup, did not enter the problem. Do you know what it means? To see the promise and never enter it. You labor, but you are not there for the harvest. I forbid it in grace assembly in Jesus' name. The Bible says you need to keep on. Look at that word, patiently. Somebody help me. What does that say? If you need to keep on doing something patiently, what does that warn you about? You are going to run out of patience. Waiting, they wait for you. You will snap. You will fight. You will walk out. When the Lord says you need to do something patiently, it means that everything to strain you will be thrown in your path. Am I ministering to somebody? Satan is so crafty. He's the, he's the king of craft. He will arrange you. He will read. Oh, his own 419 is Baba. Moses fell for it. Abraham fell for it. But we should read this thing as an example. So that we too don't fall for it. We will, we will succeed in Jesus name. It says you need to keep on patiently doing what God's, God's will. Come on now, read with me. If what? You want him, come on now, to do for you all that he had promised you. Hey. If people knew this a long time ago, Satan would have won so many battles. He said, if you want God to do for you all that he has promised you, you need to get this right. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. I want to put it in black and white in front of you. It is not time for foolishness. It is not time for slothfulness. That's the, that's the master's degree in laziness and the things of God. It's not time for carelessness. You know, you say something carelessly, you do something carelessly, and you miss it. It's not time for casualness, if there's a word like that. You're casual about very important things. Your prayer life, you're not casual. 
You come to church, service started at 9. You come to church at 10 minutes past 10. You're now casual about your worship. Or pettiness. Your response is petty. It's not time either for sinfulness. May God help us in Jesus' name. Rather, it is time to be on fire for God. I thought I'll get a witness there. It is time for you to be on fire for the Lord. When God wants to settle me, I'm not going to let my fire go out. Whatever. Listen, there's some situations, there's some people, there's some uh, caustic uh, relationships. They, I call them pano pano. They put out the fire of God in your life. You put them at a distance so that your fire stays hot. That is our portion in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is not the time to embrace some people that their fire brigade, they put out the fire of God in people's lives. You love them from a distance and you fan the flames of your heart so that God shows up for you. You see, after God shows up for you, everybody will become your friend. When God showed up for Job, all his former friends, they came back. All the same panel panel of the past, they came back. I want to promise you something. Those that criticize you, after God has settled it, they are coming back. You didn't hear what I said. Those that came against you when you were struggling, after God settles you, they are coming back. Oh, so you're not ready for people to come back. No, no. That's why you cannot have bitterness in your heart. Because you should be expecting them. When they come, they say, I know you're not expecting me. No, I was actually expecting you. I have already forgiven you. Sit down. How can I help you? How can I help you? When David said, my cup runs over. It means in every good thing, I have more than enough. How can I help you? When I was young, this is how we used to drink water at, in the tap. What is running over? The goodness and mercy, the blessings and the favor and the prosperity. Some people that annoyed you, that criticized you, when they come back, this is how they'll be drinking. What is running over in the name of Jesus? You said, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I don't even need it. It is what is running over. I'm prophesying now. Anyone that has faith, receive it that those that you thought you would never greet again, they will come back and you will let them take out of what is running over. After God has fought for you, you don't need to fight with anybody anymore. Glory to God. Somebody give God the praise now. Be large hearted. To walk circumspectly is don't let bitterness overrun your heart. Be ready to forgive the people that hurt you. Because after God has made you king, why do you want to fight with people that are struggling? You reduce yourself when you fight with them. Bless them. The Bible says bless your enemies. You know what will happen in the city? Everybody be quiet. God is up to something. Somebody help me bless God this morning. It is time for you to be on fire for God. It is time for you to be fervent in spirit. The Bible says, serving the Lord. Fervent in spirit. Let some people stop serving God. Don't join them. God is watching. Make it to the finishing line. God is waiting for you there. Who am I prophesying to this morning? Oh, you feel me? You know, some people are asking you, all this going to church, what has it changed? 
And some fall by the wayside before the day of reckoning. This year, 2022, is a year of reckoning. You better be on your seat that day when the Lord comes blessing his people. We will not miss him. He will not miss us in Jesus' name. Romans 10, Romans 12, verses 10 to 12. Talking about being fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Listen to this. It says, again, it's talking about how to walk circumspectly. What did it say? It says, be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love. It doesn't mean the person is acting like that towards you. You just choose to be like the Lord. It didn't say because they did it. It just gave you only one side of the equation is what the Lord is doing. You be kindly affectionate. Meaning that they may not be to you. Hello somebody. Be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love in honor giving preference to one another. Not lagging in diligence. Fervent in spirit. Serving the Lord. Come on now. Rejoice in the hope of your settlement. Patient in tribulation. Continuing steadfastly in prayer. And then something goes shelly. I said something will happen. Something good measure, pressed down, shaking together will happen. Your joy, your money, your happiness. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Be patient, he says. In doing the will of God. Be patient in tribulation. That is when people snap. You snap so badly you offend God. The person that offended you is not God. It's God. Keep your eyes on God. Don't act like people that act poorly. Bible says do not return evil for evil. That way you're walking foolishly. It says be kindly affectionate to one another. It says not lagging in diligence. Be fervent in spirit. Seven, rejoicing in the hope that you have in what God spoke to you. Your prophetic promise for 2022. Be patient in your tribulation. The tribulation talks about times that it's not easy. Listen, some people talk about you and I because they know things are not easy but that is a time you should be kindly affectionate to one another not criticizing patient in your tribulation hello somebody can I talk I am sure at least half the people in this hall are going through one tribulation or the other be patient the word patient means it has an end I like a friend of mine says every problem or tribulation has an expiration date. That expiration date is somewhere in 2022. It's not going to go into next year. I said it's somewhere in 2022. So shall it be. I'm prophesying and so shall it be. The expiration date for your trouble is 2022. It shall go no further in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. When I'm patient in something doesn't make me a fool. It's because I'm rejoicing in my hope. You see, it is difficult to be patient in tribulation when you don't have any hope of what God said he's going to do about it. He says, finally continue steadfastly in prayer. Somebody came to me and said, Pastor, I prayed this prayer, I prayed this, I'm tired of praying the prayer. There's nothing bad about saying the same prayer. Our Father who art in heaven will always be our Father who art in heaven. 
the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ is the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. So, if you are telling God, I want to marry, I want to have child, it's the same way you are saying the Lord's Prayer. Nothing spoil. Continue steadfastly in prayer. God is taking record. There's no time you pray, he does not enter the record books. One time, your cup of mercy will be full. And it's going to be this year. <laughs> Glory to God. He said we should continue steadfastly in prayer. I want to announce to church that since the COVID time, it has so ravaged everything about our lives. We've lost direction. We've lost the right culture. And we haven't even had a prayer vigil in years. The restriction of vigils don't exist anymore. So I'm going to call Grace Assembly to a very powerful prayer vigil in the next few weeks. The announcement will be there in the name of the Lord Jesus. We're going to have powerful prayer vigils because we want to continue steadfastly in prayer. Bible says they prayed all night. There's a place for that. Glory to God. As it is not time for distraction as it is not time for carelessness and sinfulness and pettiness it is also time to avoid distractions some people their ministry is distraction just when God wanted to speak to you they call you just when the pastor wanted to pray for you they invite you to go to a party it is time to avoid distractions. Can you bring that up? It is time to avoid offenses. Don't give offense to anybody. And refuse to accept offense from some people. Can I explain how it happens to you? When Job's friends told him, you must have seen something is wrong with you. Just shut up and repent and so on. Every day they came to talk to him. They were bringing offense to him. He could have lashed out at them. I'll give you another example. When David got to the battle of Goliath, he said, what is this guy doing? Ah, he said, how can you let him do this? Okay, what will the king give to the man who killed this fool? And the brother said, shut up. What are you doing here? Who did you leave your small business with? Get out of here. You come to watch the fight. He has been there for 30 days. He didn't fight. Somebody just got here. You are telling the person that just got here. You came here to watch a fight. What have you been doing for the past 30 days? And you are an army captain. Why didn't you fight? Shut up. The Bible says he turned away from his brother. And turned to somebody and says, What will the king give to the man who kills this fool? And they said, The king will give him his daughter. His family will not pay tax. Said, I'm ready for this thing. I want to ask you. If he, had, if, he, if he fell for the distraction of his brother... Who insulted everything he stood for. Instead of killing Goliath, he will have killed his own brother. It's the same strength. You know, the people that distract you, they can abort your destiny. If David killed his brother, that's the end. God will forsake him and look for somebody else. In public, your brother tells you, who, who, you little twat, what do you think you're doing here? Is it your mates that are here? In public. A killer like David could have killed his brother without someone that can kill a lion. You know what he did? He turned away. When distraction comes, learn to just turn. You know what I'm doing? I am turning to God. 
I'm turning to worship. I'm turning to night vigil. If you don't turn in the right direction, you will do the wrong thing. And that is what will abort the destiny. It's not time. It's time to avoid distractions. It's time to avoid offenses. It's time to avoid quarrels. This one bothers me, the last one, infighting. It's time to avoid infighting in church. Church is not where you fight. Church is where you express love. The Bible says, love one another with affectionately with brotherly love. Infighting means if you want to fight, fight Satan. Fight the demons. Don't bind your brother with hate. Bind the demons on assignments. You know, if you bring in fighting to church, basically you're going to hell to import them to come to your church. Bible says, walk circumspectly. Ronue, do some thinking. Have some foresight. This thing you're doing, you are setting your own house on fire. Nothing good is going to come out of it. Avoid quarrels. No infighting. Either at home or in church. Quote me. And if somebody wants to do it and insist, just turn to worship. Turn to your word. Turn to prayer. Continue steadfastly in prayer. By the time you come out, God will have touched the person. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Let me read to you Hebrews 12 verse 15, the message Bible. Is somebody getting something this morning? Look at this one. Why didn't you read this one with me? One, two, three, go. Make sure no one gets left out of God's generosity. Keep a sharp eye out for the weeds of bitter discontent. A thistle or two gone to seed can ruin a whole garden in no time. A word is sufficient for the wise. It says make sure, hey, that's a warning. Because the plan is the opposite of this. Make sure that no one gets left out of God's generosity. What is more generous than divine settlement? When I broke it down for you, I said divine settlement means apart from God settling you, you will get a settlement paid to you. Everything that was yours, that was stolen, that was diverted, there will be a divine settlement. You will receive a settlement. Your pain, your tears were not in vain. In the days of God settling you, you will get divine settlement paid back to you. Praise God. You know how God gave Job this settlement that I'm talking about. The Bible says all his summer friends, you know what? They came with gifts of gold. Chunky gold. All of them. All of them came. So apart from what God gave him, every one of them and his relatives came with gold. Imagine what that is. I'm praying for you. Apart from God blessing you, God will arrange for you to receive a settlement in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It says, make sure no one gets left out of God's generosity. You know why I'm so frenzied about this season? I'm the one that hears everybody's problems. 
I'm the ones that hear about the children that can't go to school, rents that cannot be paid, sick people and so on. I need, I can't bear it for anyone to be left behind. Can you please join me? By not causing offense to some people. If you offend some people now, they will not come for prayers and so they get left out of God's generosity. Be generous to them, even if they insult you, knowing that they're going to miss out by not taking offense. I learned something from an apostle, a good friend of mine. He said, for you to be insulted, you know, just because somebody insulted you doesn't mean you should feel insulted. He said, anybody can insult you, but you are the only one that can agree to be insulted. He said, I never feel insulted by anybody. Oh, you just spoke your opinion. You think I'm a fool, but I'm not a fool. This is how I was looking at him. And I... And I realize when we have meetings, some people say rude things to him and he just shakes it up. He said, no, no, but that's your opinion. And you're entitled to your opinion. But, but I'm not a fool. As a matter of fact, I'm a wise man. You just don't know it. You'll find out. So, <laughs> I learned. Anybody can choose to be insulted. You are the only one that can agree to be insulted. And if I don't feel insulted, you know what? I won't attack you. Because there will be no venom in my heart. Can you help me clap for this apostle? God bless him. (laughs) I am not going to rise to your offense and your insult. Because I don't want you to be left out of God's generosity. That's how God. You see God has been so generous to me. I'm going to be generous to you. That's the gospel. Praise God. I want to bring this to a close. Hebrews 10 verse 36, the amplified version. Let me read this to you. I think it's AMPC. It says, For you have need of patient endurance. Patient endurance. And to bear up under difficult circumstances. Can somebody hear me? If you can hear me, say, Pastor, I hear you. To bear up. To bear up under difficult difficult circumstances if this is a bible why do you castigate people inside difficult circumstances if god says people have to bear up it means it will happen so why are you going around the place magnifying the issue that's not even your business he says to the person going through it he says, I have a plan to set you, but you need to have patient endurance and to bear up under what? Difficult circumstance. Somebody going under difficult, under difficult circumstances, you are going to come out of it in the name of the Lord Jesus. Listen to this, so that when you have carried out the will of God, at the point you are found to carry out the will of God by continuing to do the right thing, you may receive, come on now, and enjoy Come on now. To the full what is promised. The result is you will receive and enjoy to the full what is promised. If you bear up under the difficult circumstances. If you don't lash out. Don't become ugly like people who do ugly things. Maintain your identity. You have need for patient endurance and to bear up under difficult circumstances. Why? So that when you have carried out this will of God, 
you may not you may receive but that's why it's not stops and enjoy to the full what is promised let me release my prayer for you that that is exactly what is going to happen for you and you and you and for me in the name of the lord jesus christ i want you to remember psalm 133 it has only three verses it is where the bible says when the brethren dwell together in unity and in love that god commands the blessings there remember it is where the brethren dwell in unity and in love no matter the difficult circumstances it didn't say you dwell in unity and love because it's easy no 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 you dwell in unity and love that god that is where god commands the blessing and the blessing in particular for grace assembly is divine settlement we will receive it in jesus name i close with a word for the year for us first peter 5 10 to 11 the ampc the lord said to me and i released the word joyfully to the church and after you have suffered a little while the god of all grace who imparts all blessing and favor who will himself complete and make you what you ought to be establish and ground you securely and strengthen and settle you and me and so shall it be without fail in jesus mighty name if you have been blessed this morning help me celebrate the lord who prepares us for what he has prepared for us now i'm going to ask you to stand in wisdom <laughs> he said walk wisely this time stand in wisdom lift up your hand to god and say lord I will walk wisely especially now that i have some mega prophetic blessings for 2022 help me pray for yourself not to be distracted not to stop doing the will of god help me not to become bitter help me not to become careless help me not to become slothful help me to be instant in and out of season, keeping the fire of my love for God, love for the brethren, and service to God aflame so that I will not miss out of God's generosity. Help me pray for somebody next to you. Look at the person and begin to pray the same prayer as I prayed for myself. I pray that for you, my brother, my sister. You will not miss out of this generosity of God in Grace Assembly. Help me pray for those people who should have occupied those seats. Look at some empty seats and pray for those who should have sat down there. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. The Bible says we must continue to do the will of God so that we can inherit the promise, the prophetic promise of God. Pray for them that the Lord will cause them to arise in righteousness and walk circumspectly redeeming the time and not succumb to the days that are evil that they may be partakers with us of the grace and the blessing of divine settlement of god this year father we thank you for so it is in jesus mighty name